Welcome back for the first time. I'm Oren Moore, and this is Two Poems Read and Heard, where I seek to invoke the woe, wow, within you, the listener, through the power of poetry. I want to make poetry more fun, and I'm not being ironic. This episode is dedicated to my ninth grade English teacher, Chris L. Sasser, as well as my 12th grade English teacher, Jordan. Don't know his last name. Both stern and sharp teachers who inspired and challenged me to become a better writer. They didn't accept my teenage BS, and while I blanched at this at the time, I also liked it. Only later did I realize how important they were. And this is the way for many teachers, their final value of contribution never seen by them, as their students have now become adults. If you're a teacher, thank you. It's challenging work that makes people and thus the world better. Keep it up as long as you can. To that end, if you're assigning this for your class, the code word for today is password. As in, code word and password are synonyms, though code word has more range. It's also cooler. Code word. Yo, what's a code word? Excuse me, but I've got an announcement from the Wondertown train conductor. The train to Wondertown, where we make poetry fun again, is leaving in one minute. So get on board. One minute until departure. Yep, yep. So, while you gather your things for the trip, some introductory notes. The theme today is dependence. The first poem to be read and heard today is titled Dependence Day and was written in 1990 by John Daniel. Born in South Carolina in 1948, Daniel has lived most of his life in the Western United States. A poet, essayist, memoirist, and novelist, he's got that Swiss Army knife versatility, yo. John Daniel lives in the foothills of the Coast Range west of Eugene, Oregon. He's written 10 books and works professionally as a teacher and writer in residence. The train to Wondertown departs in 10 seconds. Try to stay relaxed and open to new ways of being and seeing. Dependence Day. It would be a quieter holiday. No fireworks or loud parades. No speeches. No salutes to any flag. A day of staying home instead of crowding away. A day we celebrate nothing gained in war but what we're given. How the sun's warmth is democratic, touching everyone. And the rain is democratic too. How the strongest branches in the wind give themselves as they resist, resist, and give themselves. How birds could have no freedom without the planet's weight to wing against. How earth itself could come to be only when a whirling cloud of dust pledged allegiance as a world circling dependently around a star, and the star blossomed into fire from the ash of other stars, and once, at the dark zero of our time, a blaze of revolutionary light exploded out of nowhere, out of nothing, because nothing needed the light as the brilliance of the light itself needs nothing.
Dependence Day feels to me adjacent to a brilliant physicist on a tripped-out, trance-like spiritual journey into the widest version of our deepest reality. And I'm here for it. I'll start at the beginning, which is also maybe really the ending. The poem's title is a play on Independence Day. So why does he make this play? Maybe he's getting at the idea that there's no such thing as true independence, bro. Like it's all connected and we are a part of it, man. Independent? Nah. Man, we're dependent and it's beautiful. But for real though, I think he's got a point and he makes it well. I'm independent. We're independent. No, you're not on a deeper level, man. You have lived on your own in the woods for a long time, killing and growing all your food in a house you built and read, reading books that you wrote yourself? Didn't think so. And even then, you depend on sunlight and photosynthesis, now don't you? The point is, the word dependence gets a bad rap. No, you don't want to be dependent on crystal meth, or you don't want to be dependent on eating every four minutes to maintain energy. Hashtag, you don't need snacks. This is a side note. But we also depend on things that are good, like sunlight and indoor plumbing, and perhaps most importantly, our friends and family, to go through this life and towards our best selves and purpose. And at least not having to smell our own feces, hashtag indoor plumbing. I like how Daniel reorients me towards the more humble and worthwhile take on dependence. Like, yo, if this hadn't all happened to just happen just so in this exact scenario, we wouldn't be here. Like, we're a speck in the universe, and yet it's so awesome. I'm into it. Let's go. And what of those things we depend on? The poem goes from political to plants, animals to nature and astrophysics. And unlike the guy mumbling on the street on a similarly diverse set of topics, it works. So much has been written on these topics. Libraries full of them, literally. But nowadays, who's got time to read a book? Am I right? Actually, I'm wrong. Please read books. And if you do, thanks for reading books. My book is coming out this holiday season. It's called Broetry, Poetry for the Well-Endowed Man. Random plug over. Where was I? Yeah, the poet covers a lot of ground. And guess what? It's only one sentence. Yeah, one sentence, one dash slash hyphen, 18 commas, 153 words, and 715 letters, if you are wondering. Yeah, one sentence. He's playing with run-on sentence fire here. But the thing is, Daniels is a fireman who doesn't let the fire get out of control. Instead, it's like a big nighttime bonfire out in a well-watered meadow where all the readers can stand around and be warmed by the fire of this one-sentence poem's poise while also being enlightened by its bravado and depth. Forming this poem as one sentence helps give it a hurtling forward vibe, as if always trying to catch up and keep pace with where the poem is. You're talking about the ashes of galactic stars? Weren't we in the same sentence just talking about speeches and salutes to the flag? It's as though Daniel wants us to take it all in at once, as close to the speed of light as we can get. And you know what happens at the speed of light? Time slows down, which is what happens when I finish the poem, looking up from the lines and saying, yup, whoa, wow. On a craft and technical note, part of what makes the poem work too is his mix of end stop and enjambment lines. End stop lines mean that at the end of the line, there's a natural stop. For example, in the iconic following quote, 
wall and fall end the two lines. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Trumpty Dumpty had a great fall. Enjambment, on the other hand, is when a line in a poem ends, but the phrase is not done, and the phrase tumbles into the next line. For example, in Dependence Day, he goes hard on the enjambment early, quickening the pace as well as the number of new topics. The first three lines of the following are enjambment and end in wind, resist, and freedom, while the last line ends with against. Quote, how the strongest branches in the wind give themselves as they resist, resist and give themselves. How birds could have no freedom without the planet's weight to wing against. End quote. That's some straight fire right there. While NSEP lines are more traditional and old school, and enjambment more in and hip now, traditional poetry, what like even is that? Like, what? Neither is better than the other and many skillful poets use them both in the same poem to good effect. I'm personally more end-stop heavy than most modern poets, but variety is key for my tastes. What about it? You got a problem? Catch me outside. The only rule in poetry is that it has to work, and you know what? But guess what? John Daniel's mix of end-stops and enjambments in Dependence Day works because he worked it. Uh, whirling us towards the finish with the combination of end stops and enjambments until slowing us down for the wondrous finish with a series of end stops. Quote, And once, at the dark zero of our time, a blaze of revolutionary light exploded out of nowhere, out of nothing, because nothing needed the light, as the brilliance of the light itself needs nothing. This is something we can all depend on. End stop. Full stop. The second poem to be read and heard today has a similar cosmic focus, but ends, as you'll see, spoiler alert, at a different scope. I titled the poem, How Fast Do We Move Through Space? How fast do we move through space? How fast do we move as we move with the sun? How fast do we move as we circle the sun? How fast do I spin here above the Earth's center? And how different is this from how fast others far away north and south spin? Compared to how fast I run, it's so big. Compared to our solar system speed, it's next to nothing which is next to nothing compared to the billions of solar systems, billions of years old, all with their own matters that are next to nothing compared to how much I just need some eyes, tea, and talk. It's been a rough couple days.
what are our best dependencies? How do they help? The two poems just read and heard will now be read back to back without any commentary in between for those whom it pleases. Dependence Day. It would be a quieter holiday, no fireworks or loud parades, no speeches, no salutes to any flag, a day of staying home instead of crowding away, a day we celebrate nothing gained in war, but what we're given, how the sun's warmth is democratic, touching everyone, and the rain is democratic too, how the strongest branches in the wind give themselves as they resist, resist, and give themselves, how birds could have no freedom without the planet's weight to wing against. How earth itself could come to be only when a whirling cloud of dust pledged allegiance as a world circling dependently around a star and the star blossomed into fire from the ash of other stars and once at the dark zero of our time a blaze of revolutionary light exploded out of nowhere, out of nothing, because nothing needed the light, as the brilliance of the light itself needs nothing. How fast do we move through space? How fast do we move as we move with the sun? How fast do we move as we circle the sun? How fast do I spin here above the earth's center? And how different is this from how fast others far away north and south spin? Compared to how fast I run, it's so big. Compared to our solar system speed, it's next to nothing, which is next to nothing. Compared to the billions of solar systems, billions of years old, all with their own matters, that are next to nothing, compared to how much, I just need some eyes, tea, and talk. It's been a rough couple days. <laughs>